What up, man? This is Turn on the Tape. Uh, we back again. Uh, this is part two of our, our NFL Divisional Weekend, uh, I guess, show. I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> Not a, a re- recap or whatever. But, uh, back like we never left. Yeah, man. So uh, we got a special guest on the pod with us uh, calling in. Our guy. Hello. Are you here? Yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? We got the one, the one and only Rue. Oh my god! <laughs> I wanted you. To, I wanted you to introduce yourself. Come on. Look, I wanted. To, I wanted you to get yourself, man. Look, <laughs> I wanted you to get your own your own sauce on it. Nah, yeah, nah, but it's good. What's the name? I appreciate you having me, bro, for sure. You already know, man. It's love and respect. Um, let's just hop in straight to it, man. We got uh Chiefs and the Texans today. Um. What what are your your first thoughts, Sean? Who who you got? The Texans, of course. Like what? Nah. The, the, <laughs> hey, I wish you could have seen my face just now. <laughs> yeah, no. I uh, I mean, you know, honestly, like I said, I feel like the Texans really should have lost the Bills game. Josh Allen just did everything he could to give them that game. Um, so yeah, I just think they're gonna be overmatched. You know, Kansas City got the better offense, Bro. Better, better defense, better quarterback. So I think it's gonna be Kansas City, probably like forty to seventeen, forty to twenty-one. So Whoa! You got a oh, he put a. Hey, you got a lot on your chip right okay. there. <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, like I said though, I think they're just better in all three phases: special teams, offense, and defense. So I just don't see how you know Houston is really in a position to compete. I think. I do think what's important is the fact that Juan Thornhill. I was just out. about to say yes. Um, a lot of people haven't. I wanted Juan Thornhill. Uh, for I wanted Dallas to draft Juan Thornhill. I watched him a lot last year at UVA. He's a difference maker. So he just tore his ACL. So I think that's going to be like big. Back to Reed Sorensen. <laughs> yeah. So who is fucking who is horrible? <laughs> <laughs> like like we hate Jeff Heath. At least we don't have to deal with Reed Sorensen. <laughs> Kansas City Jeff Heath though. <laughs> no, he's he's worse. He's way worse. I think they both are horrible players. Jeff, Jeff Heath, Heath is just will do whatever he can. I was about to say Jeff Heath is rosterable. I respect his mentality toward the game, but his actual skill set. Oh, no, it's oh it's not there. It's not there at all. From Saginaw Valley State. Come yeah, on. No, I, but yeah, bro, I really think uh, I really think the Chiefs got that game. Personally, and I think Pat Mahomes kind of feel like you know he was overlooked a little bit this year, you know, because of the ankle thing. They 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 weren't good initially, so I feel like Pat kind of has something to prove. I also have Kansas City, but I'm going. Uh, I have 35-28. I think Deshaun Watson oh, okay. is. Okay. I think Deshaun Watson is just gonna. He's gonna put up. He's not gonna try to let Deshaun. Uh, I mean, he's not gonna try to let Pat Mahomes outdo him. He will get outdone. But he's gonna try to show up, though. Of course. Don't, don't get me wrong; it's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna happen. I he think. Yeah. To not happen. I mean, but can you? And, and I'm just curious, only because I want to know how you're thinking about it. Uh, uh, do you feel like he even outplayed Josh Allen last week? When you think about the entirety of the game, Josh Allen in critical situations was just so bad. Yes. Absolutely. And Deshaun Watson was so opposite of that. Hey, listen. The play that was really, really bad the first three quarters. Hey, hey, listen. The play don't care who make it. When you got to make the play in the big moment, who made it? Deshaun Watson. That's no, who won the fair. game. Let's be fair. Win the game. The running back made the play also. Deshaun Watson made the play. 
Sean just dumped it off to somebody who oh, was um, getting out of a bag. It was, um... That's that's important. <laughs> Taewon Ta- Ta- Jones. Taewon Jones. No, I'm not saying it's unimportant. I'm just referring to the fact that, like, while, while you do have to make a play, and I agree 100% with you, that it doesn't matter who, who makes the play as long as it's made, I also feel like you have to judge people in a totality. And I think for three quarters... He was very inaccurate. He was actually being very weird in the pocket, which I don't blame him because that offense. I was about to say his his uh, mental clock is just so off. Yeah, but I, I just also feel like, like I said though, it's like it, it gets to a point to me that how long are we going to make excuses for the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson? Because at first, you remember how people were talking about uh, DeAndre Hopkins not ever having seventy yards in a playoff game before last week. They're like, well, you know, it was T.J. Yates and it was Brian Hoyer. But now it's Deshaun Watson and they were still struggling for three quarters until Buffalo started to let them back in the game. So to me, like I said, I'm not so sure that Deshaun Watson is going to show up against the Chiefs personally. I think Will, I think Will Fuller plays. And that's that, that's a big difference. Mm, I, mean, I, I don't think Will Fuller is the end-all, be-all of the offense since they got Kenny Stills. That's my view. But that's the, the, so I guess, but I do think it'll help because he is like to me. Probably but in, but instead of play. instead of DeAndre Carter, you then have Kenny Stills as your slot. Yeah, and then you got Will Fuller on the outside. So yeah, I, that's I, what I'm I, saying. I, I, I think it, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna. That is gonna change things. Because they don't really have a game changer at tight end, nor the running back position. They don't have a, a X factor at tight end or running back. And why was Bill O'Brien not schematically? Utilizing his weapons, we see the the change from uh, the first half to the second half. Why were you sending DeAndre Hopkins on all go routes the entire game, post go routes, and then second half? Oh, we're gonna send him on some crossing routes. We're gonna send him on some dig. Like it was a completely different scheme in the second half, second half yeah. to what to what what you saw in the first half. It was I don't stupid. Think a good coach, bro. Oh no, he's not. He's not. That was my. That's my point. I wanted them to lose to the Bills last week so that Bill O'Brien could get fired. And I'm not a man who wants, you know, other men to lose their jobs. But I just feel like Bill O'Brien's been in the been in that situation long enough with enough talent to where they should have gone further than just the first round. Hey. So to me, I just feel like I'm not surprised that he that that schematically he struggles. <laughs> I mean, and also Tredavious White is an all-pro, so I don't want to just blame it on Bill O'Brien not scheming things up. Right? 100%, but you got to get him moving. Don't just send him straight up the field. <laughs> I, think, I think the biggest issue I think the biggest issue was that they just kept placing him on the same part of the field. They didn't put him in the slot. They didn't move him in motion. Had him straight tried. outside at the X. Yeah. Straight outside at the X running deep. <laughs> I just thought that didn't make any sense to me. I feel like it's important to get your best players in the best position to make plays. And Bill O'Brien, like I said, he's, it's not like he's a smart guy to me. So I don't know. I just feel like I just I just want Bill O'Brien to be moved so that way this team can actually reach its potential. Man, I agree. Yeah, but I mean, but JJ Watt really did to me took the game over more than anybody. He's a he's a freak. Yeah, he is, bro. That, that makes no I mean, sense. We, we don't talk about it enough. JJ Watt might be the best defensive player that we've watched. Like personally, like for real, like since we've really gotten to watching football, yeah, in depth level, JJ Watt is really different. Yeah, and when he's healthy, to me, like I said, I still think he's one of the best defenders in the NFL. So we gonna see what he got for Patty today. 
you know, Patty just got to get that ball out so fast. I mean, he's going up against <laughs> Mitchell Schwartz and uh, Fisher, so it's gonna be a little, it's gonna be a battle. When, don't sleep on, don't sleep on Whitney Merciless either, though. He can make, he can change the game. Willie Merciless played a really play. I think his worst game of the year last week. So I definitely think he plays a lot better this week for sure. He need to. <laughs> he better. Or it's gonna be that forty-two twenty-one. I'm talking. About. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, let's jump into uh, Seattle. We're going uh, to Lambo. Seattle Green Bay, man. Um, all things gonna die. I gotta. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna just say it. I'm going Russell Wilson. Okay. That boy ain't say Seattle. That boy said Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. I'm going. You know, I'm not going Seattle. I'm going Russell Wilson. I, I until until he stopped making plays, that's that's when I'm gonna I'm gonna stop believing in Russell Wilson. Um, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Why? You just, just because of uh, the Russell Wilson factor, you got Seattle or what? No. Uh, Holistically, I have Seattle because I think they're number one riding some momentum, um, and I think that they have one thing, well, a few things that that help you win big time football games: a good coach, a good quarterback, and a defense that may not be as stout as they used to be. Opportunistic, though, they can t- they can take the ball away when they I like when they that need you to. Said that, Kenny. They are <laughs> an opportunistic defense, yes, absolutely. Oh, and and I think that they, to me, I think that they will be the. Uh, the ones that is going to make plays. Now, I like uh, Green Bay's defense and what they've been able to rebuild on the defensive side, but I just think I just think uh, they the Seahawks are the veteran organization in this situation. I don't know I don't know what Matt Lafleur is going to do in in this game. Sorry. Um, you want me to be sorry about your opinion, brother? <laughs> don't, I don't know what he's going to do. Um, so yeah, I got I got Seattle. I got Seattle. It's going to be. Pretty close. I think twenty four seventeen. I had uh I had Green Bay over Seattle thirty one twenty one. I just the week when I look at Green Bay defense, I'm I'm looking at their uh like straight up the middle, you can run the ball on them. Uh, their linebackers are not it. Yeah. Their their best they're they're built from the outside in. They have really good I like Kenny Clark, but like he's the only one in the middle. Yeah. Literally the only one. Yep. He's gonna get. T- he's I gonna think, get tired. I think Kenny Clark has had like his best year. Best year, but I don't. I think it's going un- untalked about. I think Zadarius Smith is the. And Preston actor. Smith. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but to me, Preston Smith has slowed down a lot at the on the back half, the back end half of the season. Of the season, yeah. But but to me, Zadarius Smith is the one who has been consistent throughout the year, and he's been causing a lot of problems. Like, the last game they played against the Vikings, he was just, like, like wrecking everything they were trying to do from run to pass. Me, personally, I, I want to pick Seattle strictly off the Russell Wilson thing um, because I think Russell Wilson will outplay Aaron Rodgers. But I don't think it's going to come down to that. I think it's personally going to come down to uh, – that's why I mentioned that earlier about Kenny saying Seattle's defense is opportunistic. I think it's going to come down to uh, the fact that defense is going to be the reason one of these teams win. Um, because I feel like Green Bay's offense isn't going to play that great. Uh, I'm not really sure how uh, Devontae Adams does because uh, Seattle does this bracket thing. So, um, me personally, I'm going to go Green Bay, though, because it's in Lambeau. If it was in Seattle, I'd go Seattle. Uh, I would probably say 24 to 17. 
But I want to be wrong, and I want this noted. I want to be wrong because to go against Russell Wilson is not a smart idea. But like I said, I think as a team, the Packers are just a little bit better, and it's in Lambeau. If if Seattle had their running backs, I would feel different. Cause if Seattle had the running backs, I think Seattle. That's what I, like they Seattle wants to run the ball, and I feel like making Seattle throw the ball, and that's the strength of Green Bay's defense. Like they're about to put Jair probably on Tyler Lockett, tell Kevin King to go, you know, and then have a safety hanging over top, you know, just gonna let. Well, they can sit both of their safeties back, and make them run the ball. I don't think I don't feel like Marshawn's back yet. I, no, I mean, more so than anything, it's Marshawn Lynch. Like, he isn't, he isn't prime Marshawn Lynch. Right. He's at the end of his career. I just feel like people underestimate those running backs. Chris Carson, to me, is a top 10 NFL running he's back. He's a horse. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a horse. And, I, and more than anything, he's a tough yard getter. Right. He gets tough yards. And I really like that about him. And now you got to work with Marshawn, who is a lot slower as far as hitting the hole, because there were some big holes for Seattle to run through. Um, yes, it was. Yeah, the last week. And he would get like four yards on plays where I thought there was at least 10 yards there. And then there was a play I thought it was like 20 or so yards that he got 11. So, I mean, like I said, I think it just depends on how spry Marshawn looks. I mean, but the run game, again, you know, they got the guy Homer. Who's yeah, there Travis Homer, yeah. Running back, yeah. So it's like they're just in a bad spot. They lost uh, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, and C- and, C- and Procise, exactly. So you know they just it's it's kind of tough. But yeah, like I said, I think I'm gonna go Green Bay, even though it's fucking Aaron Rodgers to the end. I don't know <laughs> you cuss on your yeah. podcast, La- bro. Last week, yeah, last week <laughs> this man Russell Wilson was the uh, the Russian leader. Nine oh. nine carries for forty five yards. Marshawn. Marshawn had six for seven, and Homer had eleven for twelve. You cannot do that again. Yeah, bro. I mean, I mean, at the end, of, like I said, at the end of the day, Seattle's a running team. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I feel like they're in a in a worse situation because there's not much you can do when all three of your best running backs are out. You have to literally go pick up a running back off the street. While he's a famous running back, you had to go pick one up off the street. So that's yeah. I think Seattle's gonna struggle. Green Bay got to show me. They got to show me they want to tackle. Oh yeah, you pick a Seattle, right? Yeah, they got to. They got to show me, man. I mean, I know, I know they not had a good year, you know, but it, here it is again. This is the playoffs. I'm picking whole time. Hey, I'm picking Green the Bay playoffs. off the strength Lambeau. that they're at Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers, Lambeau, Devontae Lambeau, Adams. Cowboys fans, you feel me? Five years ago today. Y'all remember what happened in Lambo. He caught it. They they also had a veteran coach, a veteran GM, a veteran offensive team, and a veteran defense. This year. They still have, they still have all of those things except for the head coach part. Which matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say, Matt LaFleur is a wild card. It depends. I, I, th- I personally am not a person who thinks that the head coach makes the football team. I'm a person who, I think that their player, that players can make a football team. Like, to me, the reason Jason Garrett got fired is not because of Jason Garrett being a horrible head coach. I think people knew that a while ago. I think he got to the point now, you're a bad head coach, and your players don't play well for you. So, to me, I feel like Matt LaFleur isn't the biggest thing, because I don't think this game is going to come down to strategy at the most. I think this game is going to come down to opportunities on defense. But again, that's my opinion. I mean, that's, that's fair. <laughs> I think 
that Matt LaFleur coming into this game going up against that opportunistic defense, it's going to show itself. Because I think because a few, a few times, I think he's going to uh, find himself in a situation where he's going to be trying to play a guessing game, and they're going to guess wrong. Green Bay, Green Bay just has to put hands on Jadavion and Bobby Wagner. Got How do y'all feel about Jadavion Clowney? I know this is like a subtext. I just, I'm just curious. Curious. <laughs> um, not what I expected, but I feel like the the expectations were so high. It was like always slim that he would even reach them. Like, I mean, when you're on four four, you're two hundred and seventy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He, like he never reached his ceiling, but I feel like his ceiling was unreachable. <laughs> I, I, my th- I'm just saying because a lot of people that I've talked about the game with have mentioned the Davion Clowney, and to me, I don't see him as a game wrecker. You know what I mean? He'll make plays, but I don't see him as somebody who's going to disrupt the entirety of a game. He could get a pick six on a screen pass. He could strip set. He did that like once in a whole career. I was just I was just saying he he can make a play. He that kind of player. He hasn't he hasn't been that consistently. He's a splash play player. That's yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Carson wins out. To me, I think he's Demarcus Lawrence with height. I mean, well, Demarcus Lawrence was really bad this year. But I, I agree. I agree. I would say that because to me, I think DeMarcus Lawrence is just a good defensive end. We just paid him like a great one. Yeah, he's not Von Miller by any means. Yeah, and I, I more so, like I said, I just think Jadavion Clowney is not a high-end pass rusher. He is, though, one of the best run stoppers in the NFL. But to me, if you go first overall, I need both. Yep, so, both. Like, Legit. Like I, yeah, so like I said, I don't, I don't know. I just feel as though... Uh, if he comes to play and makes like real big plays, that will change a lot of things. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Did you get your score, Kenny? Yeah, thirty-one twenty-one. Thirty-one twenty-one. Shaw, you said twenty-four seventeen. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, go twenty-four seventeen. Even though I feel like that's completely wrong, I'm gonna still go twenty-four. <laughs> bet. All right. Um. So what we at next? The draft. Draft. Have y'all done any of the draft already? Uh, I did one. Uh, it's a little too soon, obviously, because uh, a lot of guys. Forty-four trades in it this time. Um, no. Forty-four. Uh, probably forty-three though. <laughs> Yo, the, way the last time we did uh the draft, that was a year ago. Last time we did the draft, Chip had how many? How many trades did you have in the top ten? Was it four? Uh, I think so. And how many did we have? <laughs> in real life, yes. How many did we have? Uh, what was it? Two. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> I mean, halfway there. <laughs> I was close. You know, it's a lot of movement. Draft picks in the NBA aren't gold. Yeah, yo, it's like in the NFL, it's, it's way harder to move when you're trying to draft. I don't know why. Because everybody trying to draft the same guy, for real. That's probably exactly what it is when you think about it, bro. Because 
when you when you at that top, it's not so many picks that you feel comfortable with taking so high. Yeah. Like yeah, so then you get put in a position where it's like, all right, well, we're just basically fighting over three three guys for in six picks. So <laughs> we're just gonna see what it is. But yeah, especially but, last year. You already did like the first sixteen or no? Uh yeah, I I uh I got all the way through the first round, but we gonna just do fifteen. Wow, all the way through the first round. Um, I first, did first did the best all, I let's could. Let's just say, I for one, and I feel like all y'all agree with me, or both of y'all, I wish Cincinnati would pick Chase Young. Cause I'm not trying to see Chase Young for fifteen years twice. A year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not. I'm like I'm sorry. I, well, I'm asking you not something. I'm not a, I'm not a huge, I'm not huge on the Chase Young hype train. I'm sorry. You, I, think, you, I think he is going to be a really good football player. I don't know about a generational talent, though. Like I said, because I was telling a lot of people, I felt like Ohio State didn't play a bunch of teams this year that had high-end NFL potential linemen. And I feel like uh, in the state of Clemson, they have two linemen who will be going to the draft these next two years, their tackle and their left guard. And Trevor Lawrence is going to obviously be the number one pick next year. And he didn't look good against Clemson. And not even just didn't look good, he looked bad. Trevor Lawrence continued to fake him out on those uh, on those read options. He didn't really do a good job stopping the run with Travis Etienne or helping. So I don't know. And I feel like Clemson has a lot of high NFL talent. But I think he's going to be a really good player. I just don't know about the whole generational talent and 20 sacks a year kind of guy. Same thing with uh, Nick Bosa, how everybody was hyping him to be, you know, generational talent, and then he finishes this year with nine sacks. Well, if he even if he found a way to churn out, like, Ryan Kerrigan production, that's still, that's still, like, really, really good. It is. It is. I agree with that. I mean, but I, I just think, Cincinnati, without a doubt, has to go Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, just I was just being biased. Like, I, I still don't want to see him twice a year. I, I think Chase Young's probably the best player in the draft. I just don't yeah. think Cincinnati has a choice. I feel like that's the biggest problem. I mean, they've obviously stuck with Andy Dalton for too long. I actually like Cincinnati, like, outside of Andy Dalton. Like, I like their receiver. They're going to trade A.J. Green, and they should have already traded him. I don't know what they the... They should have traded him during the season. Yeah, I don't know what the holdup is. I, I don't understand. He just want to take a year off. All right, That's so... That's basically all it was. <laughs> like, like, I agree with you. I just didn't... But, but also, to me, when you think about it, it's so Cincinnati to not trade him before he gets injured and then want to trade him after he's injured after the season is over. So now his value is down. Way down. Yeah. And so, again, you know, like I said, that's so Cincinnati. I'm not even surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh! My bad, y'all. We, I'm, we still over here watching this damn music. <laughs> 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 hey, he just, fu- he just fumbled the read option, man. My bad. Well, well... I guess we agree with the number one pick in the draft, so we going. Everybody's going Joe Burrow, Cincinnati, right? Yes, sir. I mean, they don't have any. Other, to me, they don't have any other option for them. But yeah. Fact. So Washington, number two overall. We everybody's going Chase Young. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, they need the they need the D line help. I mean, but it also depends if they think that Dwayne Haskins is their guy. I don't know. You know, like I said, uh, 
and I don't want to like say anything too crazy on the record, but working with Washington this year, it was a feel around the organization. It didn't seem like everyone was sold on him. I've watched him. I think he can play. I think he just has a, a couple of things to work on. Mm-hmm. But you never know with this draft. You know, Arizona drafted Josh Rosen in the top ten, then draft Kyler Murray the next year. Well, this is a whole yeah. This is a whole new regime. So. You never know who, how Ron Rivera sees it as if that's going to be his guy or not. But yeah, I think I, I do think Chase Young should go to them. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's a no brainer. I think you just got to get the pass rusher, um, to because Kerrigan is obviously going to be uh, on his way out. You got Montez, Montez Sweat, Sweat, like. Yeah. Pair him and Chase Young together. I think you got something solid to work with, bro. Well, you already year. got Deron Payne and John Allen in the middle. Yeah, and Ionitis. Tess can play. I just think the biggest, the most important thing is uh, Jonathan Allen and and the and everybody else staying healthy. The, the dude Matt Ionitis, he can play too. Yeah, I, they just always hurt. It's like every year the Redskins are in like the top three of people on injury reserve. Yeah, like yeah. get Ruben Foster back. I don't know what he's looking like. Um. I know he had nerve damage. I don't know how he's recovering from that. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't get back, just to, just think about that, though, fellas. He was supposed to be on this 49ers defense. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and he's and he's a missile when he's healthy. So um, I don't really stand for a lot of the stuff he got going on off the field, even though it's allegedly, you know, it's still kind of murky. 100%. But as a football player, he's a missile. So I don't – if he can come back healthy, that's going to be a huge gift for right. Washington. His huddle, his huddle tape is like top three fake I've ever seen. <laughs> this this man was playing running back with a neck roll. I would not yeah. want to like stop it. <laughs> 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 He's different, but yeah. Um, number three. Number three. We have a trade. <laughs> we have a trade. Oh, oh, he got a trade. Okay. Um. Hey, so right here I have because normally this is a Detroit right here, number three, right? Yep. Um, I have the uh LA Chargers moving up to that spot. How many spots would that be though for them? Uh, that would be three spots. They they would be at six. They move up to three. That's not that far, John. It's not that far jump. I'm just curious because, you know, it depends on how far you move up to, you know, what you have to give up to move up. Yeah. So I'm going, they move up to number three, and the Chargers select Tua Tagovailoa. Um, I think they just need a spark. Like, Phillip Rivers is not the guy. Um, Even if they were to sign Brady, they still should do that. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jerry Goff. Yeah, I mean, Tom has been going downhill a couple of years. I don't think he's the option. So, you saying that they, those, they're they moving up and drafting two, I think that makes sense. A lot of sense, actually. I, I think Brady should go to the Chargers because, like, me and Chip were talking. I'm like, Phillip Rivers, is he's just not it. And you can't win with a quarterback that turns the ball over a lot. And, like, which he does. It's also old, and we and we're moving to 
want a space where you don't have to be Lamar Jackson, but you do have to be able to maneuver around the pocket and buy yourself time in this day and age and run if you have to get a couple of yards because everybody's so fast. And Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, those type of guys are going to slowly move out of the NFL because we're yeah. transitioning into a different time period. Yeah. Whoever, well, whatever quarterback, if the Chargers get one, well, they are going to get one. They got to fix that old line too. For yeah, sure. For sure. I think that's and, free agency. Um, so, if no trade happens and Detroit sticks, um, Derek Brown has to be the pick. Oh, Derek Brown. He has to be the pick. Best, pl- best player available. He, he's a game record. I like him, too. I like him, any, too. Any D lineman that rocks a single digit, you have my attention. <laughs> Off rip. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just keep it real. You got my attention. I'm sorry. It's funny. It's funny because while that seems weird, you know, to like a random person listening to you say that, it has so much validity. It's yeah. Crazy. Exactly, bro. I'm you got to be a dog you if you got the singer. This man, Robert Kimdichie, wore the number one <laughs> in at high school, bro. I said stop playing. It was a big letdown to me. I, big is an understatement. It's a bust. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, I mean, at least Jadam Young Clowney is a Robert I'll give him that much credit. Yeah. Ro- Ro- Robert Kimdichie is like Jamarcus Russell esque. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, honestly, that's not uh, that's not too crazy to say because Bro. he was bigged up. He is yeah. irrelevant. <laughs> he was bigged up to be a really big deal, and I mean, but a lot of people in Arizona said, you know, the work ethic isn't there. He doesn't really love football, so yeah. he was just a big dude that could do freakishly things. Athletic things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He started to put on more and more weight. You know, you know, he got up to like three thirty five. They moved that man to D tackle. Yeah, he got some fat. You three thirty five, you can't play defense. No. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with you as well, Kenny. I think Derek Brown. Um I watched Derek Brown uh four times this year. Uh but the most important game I saw this year with Derek Brown to me was LSU. The most important games was LSU and Alabama. He is just a beast in the run game, and not just because it's college. He has great hands. I think his footwork is also the best as far as any D lineman coming out this year. He reminds me a lot of, uh, as far as his NFL projections, he might, reminds me of uh, Snacks Harris in his prime. Mm. Uh, just a run, a big dude with a run stopper. Um, but I do, I do think he does have pass rush potential. I'm just not sure how high it is, but. As far as somebody who can be an anchor of a defense, that's absolutely Derrick Brown, and that's absolutely something I think Detroit needs. Right Detroit now. needs, right. I'm still scratching my head from their last pick when they drafted their linebacker from Hawaii. Yeah, that that, that kind of I, me I don't understand. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So, uh, yeah. And that's surprising because when you think about it, well, actually, no. It's not really surprising when you think about it because they don't really draft well. They they've don't. Only, they've only hit a couple of times. And I, I don't think people realize in a, in a city like Detroit where you're not going to attract a bunch of free agents, you have to draft. Have and, to draft. And they don't. Who's the, who's the, who goes fourth this year in the draft? The, the New York the Giants. Giants. The who? The New, Giants. Oh, the Giants. Jeez. I think Jerry Judy is the pick. Really? Explain yourself. I'm going Jerry. I'm going Jerry Judy. I, I just I'm curious to know how you view Jerry Judy. Not even 
for the Giants or just in general, I, I want to know what do you see him as? Mm. Instant starter. Let me see. Um, I would hope so. He's the fourth pick. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't say nothing just now. I, I'm acting like Booger. <laughs> nah, but for real, um, he just a he a difference maker, yo. And then I'm I'm thinking of the Giants, and I'm like, well, what do they really re-? like? They could easily go a Cuda. Yeah, they could. They could. DeAndre Baker's been a letdown. DeAndre Baker, they got Sam Bill and uh, Julian Love, who plays safety now. Um, they easily could go a Cuda, which they may. But we were just talking about how the Giants, you know, they gave uh, they gave Golden Tate all that money, and Sterling Shepard is he's been hurt a lot. So they like they need another guy, and I like Slayton. But I'm, if I'm them, I'm trying to move on from Golden Tate. And the, but this receiver class is deep, so they easily could, you know, just ignore that need and just fall back to the second round, which they very may well do. And see, that's what I was gonna, and that's what I was thinking, and that's the only reason why I asked about the Jerry Judy thing, because to me personally, I think they should either go offensive line or defense. So I agree, and I feel, and I feel as though. Since the receive and you're right on the money with the receiving class being deep, there will in fact be good receivers left in the second round. In the third round, fourth round, fifth round, and you will definitely be able to find good receivers in this draft. Yeah. So, so to me, I just feel like, and I personally think, um, I was gonna say Jeff Okuda. Okuda. Um, and, and to me, and the reason why I say Jeff Okuda is because one, he has the size. He's six one, two hundred pounds. That's perfect. I think he's gonna go to the combat and 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 test well, but not uh, just in like the forty and stuff because that kind of stuff is overrated to me. I like his hip movement and ability to change faces when he's in coverage, and I also like his aggressiveness. And you need a guy like that on the outside who first day he's actually ready to step in and play <laughs> and play and make plays. And I think that's who Jeff Okuda is, and I think that's exactly what New York needs, especially since you know you got. Uh, the wide receivers coming up in the division, like uh, like Terry McLaurin, you got Michael Gallup, um, and uh, and uh, what's the what's the uh, what's the other guy um, for uh, for Philly? Greg Ward. I think mm-hmm. people are sleep on Greg Ward. I think if Greg Ward wants to get 150 targets, he'd easily be a 1,200 yard receiver. I think he's that talented. Yeah. But again, and he's still um, learning the position. Yeah, and he's still learning the position. That's what I'm saying, bro. So I feel like Jeff Okuda to me would make the most sense, but that's just you know what I thought for the, the Giants. What uh, you got, Jeff? What do you think? I went with Andrew Thomas, Georgia. Andrew Thomas, Georgia. The okay. tackle. Um, I think that they need to protect their investment. Obviously, that's Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. They need mm-hmm. to. Be, they need to be able to do two things: run the football and throw the football. Um, <laughs> so. I think that that's just a no-brainer. They've missed on a couple tackles. Uh, Eric Flowers, I think it was, yeah, a few Eric years Flowers ago. Yeah, the one they, they picked in the top ten. Um, that was terrible. And I think losing Nate Solder, if I'm not mistaken, did they lose him yes. yet? Um, if not, I think they will because uh, he's getting up there. He just has not looked like the guy that they signed in free agency. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's the no-brainer pick. Um, and like you said, it's going to be receivers later. They're going to get at least two, <laughs> I think. Uh, and 
They just they have with the trades that they made. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they have a, a couple extra picks uh, within the top. I think 100 or 150. So I think that they'll be fine. I honestly wild out. With the Jerry Judy, but I just love Jerry Judy. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You're straight. I'm sorry. Damn, wow, wow. And that's not even just because we disagree with your opinion. A lot of people have Jerry Judy going top five. Oh. I'm, I'm <laughs> just in a space where, to me, I don't see Jerry Judy as a 1,500-yard guy consistently. I think he has a lot of things to work with. Like, I think he's lightning in a bottle as far as being able to shake people. But his hands concern me. Um, I don't think... That he's Julio Jones by any stretch oh, of the Oh, no, sir. No, no, no. As people have, no, a lot of people have said, you know, he's, he reminds them of Julio Jones, but to me, he gives me more of a Martin Cooper. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So to me, I just, and, I, and, and personally, I don't think you draft an Amari Cooper top five, but that's just how I view Jerry Judy. Which is exactly what happened to Amari Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we got the Dolphins at number five. And uh, right here, I went Justin Herbert. I went Justin Herbert right here for the uh, for the Dolphins. I feel like they need to just go ahead and take the shot, uh, bring some different energy in into there. I would keep Ryan Fitzpatrick around. Uh, I would move on from Josh Rosen. I don't know why they picked him up. Um, yeah. Just I, to I, play Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they can just let him go. I think Herbert, I think he has the tools to be uh, pretty good, pretty solid. I'm not going to say great elite, but I think he can go to a team that has somewhat of a foundation in terms of a defense. I think that their defense has a lot of pieces that are slept on. Um, but I think if they just were to add one or two more, uh, they'd be pretty okay. I think they can do that in free agency. Um, but offensively, I think it starts and ends, obviously, with the quarterback, and I think that they will get one that they can win some games with in the near future. And he can, and I think one of the most underrated parts of his game is is him running. Um, I think that'll help him early uh, because he'll have to catch up in terms of his uh, what he does with his arm. Okay, if we're talking Miami, this is where I'm gonna go with. Uh... I know exactly what you mean. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's a fall off after the top after Joe Burrow. I like Jordan Love, but I'm not picking him top five. Yeah, I mean, but it also depends on just how desperate somebody is. Oh, you know, we we we've seen people be desperate at the quarterback. Bro, Josh Dobbs got picked round three or round four, if I'm not mistaken. Which is ridiculous. Which is, bro, he should have <laughs> been undrafted. I mean, I, he should have been, but I'm all for black quarterbacks being drafted. So. Yeah, don't get, don't get me wrong. I am too, but I mean, good God. At this point, it seems like uh, we're, we're, if we're going to get a chance, we're going to excel. I, 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 think, I think here it would be two. Because to me, I just don't see uh, another situation. Because I personally don't see it with Justin Herbert. I think he is horrible. I will never trust an Oregon quarterback. I never have. And... Um, like I said, and, and Chip uh, and Chip spoke on this. I think uh, something that people don't talk about is his running. But to me, I think that's the best thing that he does. Because to me, he doesn't have a big arm. He isn't extremely precise. Watching him throw out routes outside the numbers concerns me when you project to the NFL. So I'm, I'm not a huge Justin Herbert fan. So I think Tua Tungvaluwa is the pick. I think he can make all the throws if he's healthy. I was about to say yes. If they give him an opportunity. You know, to just settle in the whole year, 
and, and not rush him back like that. I mean, you have you have uh, Devontae Parker there, and also I think Preston you know, Williams. They should make sure that they address the offensive line so that he can have a foundation. But I think Tua Tagovailoa to me should be the pick for the Dolphins. Gotcha. That's of uh, number five, the Dolphins. Number six. Uh, you made a trade in yours. Oh, yeah. that's This is now where I have Detroit picking. So you um, go ahead and get yours out of the way first. Um, yeah. This is where I went, Jerry Judy. Um. Yes, I think that they. I think they need some splash. I think this is. He's a playmaker. Uh, like you said, I don't think he's number one receiver. I do think he can be a great compliment and a great guy that can stretch the field and uh, just make people miss and just get chunk plays. And I think that that's what they're missing. Uh, they got. Can I ask something? I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I can I add something? Yeah. Go ahead. Are you not a huge Kenny Galladay or Marvin Jones fan? I, I I'm, love I'm a great Kenny Galladay fan. Marvin Jones, not as much. Um, I think that they just need some explosiveness. Um, I think that they in the passing game, I think that, yeah, you can throw, you know, the jump balls to Kenny. He can work, you know, the intermediate stuff. But I think that just having somebody just truly, truly going for the deep ball and making people miss – Somebody you can give those jet sweeps, screens, um, screens like like you said, just getting getting the ball in his hands and he just go make a play. I think that that's somebody that they need. Um, and I just don't think – I don't see that in Marvin Jones, and I think he's getting up there too. Um, I think that just they can move on. And I, I honestly, outside of either going Derrick Brown, I just don't see anything else on their team. And maybe Okuda. Um, outside of that, I just don't really see anything else. Maybe, maybe even going right there. So I, I just went playmaker for uh, Detroit. All right, now I'm sitting here looking at LA at six, and they easily could go. LA. Uh, yeah, the Chargers. Okay, I just you know it's so many teams in LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, now they easily could go Tua. They could go Andrew Thomas, which they probably will. But I'm living life on the edge, and I'm saying. Add Isaiah Simmons to that defense. To the Chargers? Yep. Wow. You said Isaiah Simmons to the Chargers? Yes. Wow. That is a... I'll tell you one thing, Kenny. You got bold picks. Yeah, that's a good... I'll give you that. That'll be crazy. Because it's very easy to make make cookie-cutter picks. So, I I respect that. Um, I just feel like Isaiah Simmons, man, he's crazy. You shouldn't be able to do the things he does at... Six four two thirty. He doesn't give y'all a Taylor Mays vibe. Taylor Mays will be perfect in twenty twenty. I don't know. Taylor Mays just didn't have the the, the coverage ability. I think these because he, he would have been a linebacker. He would have been a linebacker. Well, <laughs> he yeah, would. But, but that's what I'm saying. You don't need you don't need a guy at safety that you're drafting to be your linebacker. You need him to be your safety. And that's what I'm saying in a sense of what what me, I think Isaiah Simmons is a linebacker. Like, that's how I view him. Because to me, you're not 6'4", 235, and playing safety these days. I just don't see how that works. Well, and, and maybe I could be wrong because Derwin James is, what, 6'3", 225? So maybe, maybe, and then you can make Nas because you remember last year they picked Nasir Adderley. You can make him your full time, your nickel, or whatever you wanted. Because Desmond King can play every corner spot. Yes. K- Casey Casey Hayward is he's getting he's getting up there. He's still good, but I'm just thinking like. Are you saying Casey Hayward? You talking about Casey Hayward? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, Casey Hayward is he's he's getting up there. Yeah, he is. I mean, I mean, but again, though, I, I'm not. A, I'm just not a fan, and it's funny because I'm not. I'm not tall myself. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of short corners. You know what I mean? Because to me, I feel like your best corner has to be able to check the best receiver. Right. And the best receiver on most teams are usually pretty big. And in some situations, you're going to have to deal with a Devontae Parker who's six four, or Mike Evans who's six five. Uh, and and to me, I'm not comfortable. Even if he is one of the best corners in the NFL, pick having to deal with such a big guy. I, I mean, at, at at six though, um, I feel like it's starting to get real, real weird because the talent drop off starts to creep in. Um, but uh, and, and the Los Angeles Chargers pick six, right? Yep. State team was not it. I mean, it's Utah State, bro. I mean, he lost Darwin. He lost Darwin Thompson. Darwin Thompson was like the god on campus, and so then they lost what they did have, and he won't left with much. But yeah, I feel like he'll definitely be a better NFL player than college because he hasn't reached his ceiling yet. Nowhere near. Yeah, I agree. Nowhere near. He just like you see, he has to go to the right situation though. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I think if in Jerry Goff's situation, he went to the right situation. Good running back, good receiving core, good defense. You know, I think he needs to be in the same kind of environment. Uh, who are we looking at next? Carolina at seven. Good God. Um right here. So right here, I went uh I went with, I wanted I felt like they should make a strength a strength. Um I thought that they Went AJ Epinesa. Uh, um, and team here with Brian Burns? Yeah. Um, because I think right here they should just continue to work on the defensive side of the ball because I think that they are quietly building a, a solid unit. Um, they got veterans along the D line with Short, uh, uh, McCoy, uh, Poe, I think is still there too. Um, so I think that they got get young, uh, athletic because I think he's gonna have a good combine too, uh, uh, Epineza. So yeah, that's who I'm gonna go I, out of Iowa. Carolina. 
Was just a, a NFL factory. They are, and they don't get the credit for it like they should. It's because they never win big. They've been good for a long time. They keep eight wins. <laughs> 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 it don't matter how good they are, or how bad they are. They're gonna get eight. I heard no. Fast. I heard no lies. <laughs> they are definitely a lot for eight wins. What you got, Kenny? Huh, the Carolina Panthers. I still have Andrew Thomas on my board, so I'm just going to go best player available, Carolina. Stop that. Yeah. I mean, they need it. <laughs> they need it. That's what I said. They need a lot. They, right. They, they're they not one piece away from being complete. Like, they are a whole puzzle. And they just got a new, and they just got a new coach. Going to have a new quarterback. I, I just, yeah, that's, that's terrible. Now, I, I think the biggest issue is uh, you want, you, they, they felt so strongly about moving on from Cam Newton, but then you realize very quickly how dark those days can get when you have to deal with somebody like a Kyle Allen. And um, I think, again, that's one of the biggest things in the NFL. You know, everybody's very critical of their quarterbacks, and I get that. But don't be so critical to where you forget how bad things can get. Like, a lot of Dallas people were very critical of Dak these last few years, but I know they remember Brandon Whedon and Cooper Rush and Kellen Moore. Hmm. So, Don't forget all God, Matt Castle. Yeah, and Matt Castle as well. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, it gets bad. And Carolina realized that very quickly because I remember the tone and the narrative at first when Kyle Allen was playing well, like, oh, they found their predecessor. And we're not surprised <laughs> because Cam Newton is very inaccurate. And then three days later, he throws three picks in a game and then just spirals out of control from there. And now they're like, uh, well, maybe we have to keep Cam. But no, I think Cam's out of it. So me personally, I think that Carolina should go uh, offensive line or quarterback. But um, if they go quarterback, Justin Herbert. If they go uh, offensive line, Andrew Thomas. Got you. Arizona. Arizona. That's another uh, offensive line pick for me. They have to protect Kyler Murray. So, Jedrick Willis is the consensus pick here. A hundred percent for me. Yep, 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 yep. That's not even like a question. You got Kyler there. You got Kyler there. He's 5'6", 2'5", 4 pounds. He has to be protected. Bro, I said 5'6". I'm crying. We have a trade. Who you got? I hate you. I had, I had uh, Oakland moving up from twelve to nine. Okay, okay. Moving up, uh, trading with Jacksonville, and I had Oakland selecting Isaiah Simmons at nine. Isaiah Simmons fits their their uh, attitude they're trying to bring. Up. Isaiah Simmons like fits the bill because he's a Clemson player, and Mike Mayock loves Clemson. <laughs> For real. Yeah, because he definitely overpicked Cleveland Farrell last year. Hey, bro, over Josh Allen. I love the 804. Like, go do your thing. Put on. But, bro, that was not the pick. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not. I mean, because, again, Cleveland Farrell is just, like, a, a good run stopper. And he'll never be a good pass rusher like you need him to be when you pick somebody fourth overall. That's my thing. When you pick a defensive lineman that high, you need him to be, like, spectacular on both ends. Both yeah. of them. As they say, and and in this situation, I see him being a linebacker in their defense. Um, because that's what he is. To me. Yeah. 
I mean, some people might make him a safety, but I like you a said, safety, we but think, a box safety, like, yeah, an extra linebacker. Yeah, but we we like think pretty much Jamal yeah. Adams is. I'm, I don't even want to say more range because Isaiah Simmons can move, bro. Like, did no, you? No, I mean, Jamal's just better in actual coverage, but I'm saying. Well, yeah. Oh, but Isaiah is. Simmons, when you say rangy, when you say rangy, Kenny, I know exactly what you mean. He covers a lot of space when he has to. Like, yeah, like, like he, did that, he did that well in the game versus. Oklahoma. I was about to say, bro, that interception he got from the left, from the left hash all the yeah. way to the right sideline, that was impressive. Justin stared him down, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he already had a break that's on my, it. That's my conversation for another yeah. time with Justin Fields. But I, I just <laughs> think he does have ability to cover space. I just think yeah, I just think with Jamal Adams, he's more of a – he just can do everything, which is obviously why he's all pro. First team all pro this year. Very deserving. Second team last year. So he, I, I just feel like he's just a beast. But, yeah, I like that picture. Mm. Isaiah Simmons is actually a really good pick for them. Uh, Jackson. Well, y'all go Jacksonville, yeah. Hmm. Jacksonville. Who you got, Ruth? Um, Jacksonville. I think personally, I think uh, depending on how strongly they feel in the draft, as far as like what they need, because I think they need uh more offensive weapons. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think DJ Chark is your number one receiver. Um, whether you go Nick Foles or go Garner Mishu, to me, isn't enough. So, I personally will go Jerry Judy here. Mm. He's from Florida. Um, I think they need a receiver. And I feel as though um, nine feels a lot better than uh, four to me. I'm Would weak. You know? You're going to laugh at my pick. I got Henry Ruggs. <laughs> Cheetah vibes without all the BS. Devontae Smith is a different he's different. He go, he but he's going one. back to school. To me he's the best one, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is the best one. To, to me. me it's Jalen Waddle. And it's weird because I just I think Jalen Waddle is is a ridiculous playmaker. And yeah. I don't think he gets the credit of, He doesn't get he's not people don't even know him. He gets the credit. Yeah, no, a lot of people don't know about Jalen Waddle and I don't think he gets the credit because I think he opens up a lot of things for those other receivers because to me he's the best deep threat they have. He has the juice, and he's their return man for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Different. Uh, who's next? Cleveland at ten. This is why I had Derrick Brown, guys. I think, uh, and this is no shade to. Well, barring uh, him getting past Detroit, because I think once I think I think uh, getting past Detroit is the one. Basically, is what you're saying, huh? You said it's either Detroit or he falls, basically. 
Yeah, because everybody else is is a lot of pass protection and quarterback. Arizona has to pick an offensive lineman. They yeah. can, they cannot ignore it. Um, <laughs> and I don't see him going to Oakland. Uh, I mean, not excuse me, not Oakland, Jacksonville, because they just went D line. They don't necessarily need to go D line. Um, so yeah, Der- I had Derrick Brown going here because I think that's something that they need. And if, if they don't go Derrick Brown, I think they do need to address pass rusher because we don't know what uh going to happen with Miles Garrett, um, and Olivier Vernon, it, you know, solid veteran player, but well, I don't think well, he's who's a starter the next anymore. best guy? What? What? I had to respect his. Hey, look, he got, he got a decent resume, man. I had to respect. <laughs> no, I agree with that. He's done things, but today I can't think. I can't have him in my starting rotation. I can't have him on my field because to me, like I said, I never thought he was good at stopping the run, and now he just doesn't get the pass run. All yeah. right, but like after um after Chase Young and AJ Epinesa, the drop off at the end is like big. What? But then that's where I think scheme kind of comes into play. And you get a linebacker that can pass that that could. Yeah, because I, the guy from LSU, what's his name? Uh, Chase, oh. Chase, Ch- Chase, yeah, Chase, yeah, Chase, Chase, yeah. like he's a three, four outside linebacker, and you wouldn't necessarily have him at DN. He he reminds me of um Leonard Floyd. That's a, good, okay. that's a good thing. I just don't think he's as undersized as Leonard was. My biggest thing, I get weirded out by the uh, by the LSU outside linebackers. You know, like the Barkevious. Barkevious Mingo. Yeah. And uh, the Arden Keys. They make me nervous because, you know, they're spectacular and very, like, athletic and, and, and bend the edge in college. But then you get to the NFL, and they're usually not as good. Yeah. Get ragged on by grown men. Me, you couldn't tell me Barkevious Mingo wasn't going to be a, a dog. Yeah, he he definitely was a dog coming out of LSU. Now he's irrelevant. Yeah, he is. And this is Cleveland. We're picking for. Yep. Who did you pick the chip again? I had Derrick Brown. Derrick Brown. That's actually really good. They could Cleveland could use a lot of things. Um, we were talking earlier. I'm trading Odell. Ooh, that's spicy. <laughs> I'm I'm trading Odell, bro. Why, l- why, why so? Look at the crop of receivers that just came in. Are any of them Odell Beckham Jr.? No. Are any of them 26, 27 years old? No. No, I mean, but... Even, okay, even even, even regardless of the age. He's not 50. No, but look at what they gave up to get Odell. And then their offense and their defense was worse than it was last year. That should not happen. It's because of Baker Mayfield. It's not because of Odell. Well, Baker's not... Well, let me tell you something. Baker's not going anywhere. That's the problem. Well, it's not, it's not Odell. I think, I think, it, I think if you take the angle of trading Odell because you can get things for him, that makes sense. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. But I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. is the issue with the offense. Oh no, I painted the wrong picture. Has turned the ball over forty times in two years. I painted the wrong picture. Yeah, Odell's not the problem, but they're not putting him in positions to be great. He could have stayed in New York for all this. I mean, I think he would be a lot better with Daniel Jones. I I'm mean, glad he's not there, coming Baker. from a Cowboys point of view. But, uh, yeah. they tra- And they traded their best lineman to get him. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I, I don't know. Cleveland I'm, Cleveland is in, in a spot where, I, like I said, I think they need 
more things than people previously thought they needed. If I'm going to be honest, I think they should draft a quarterback. But, you know, there are they are not going to do that. They're not going to move on from Baker this quickly. Uh, so, personally, I will go offensive line. And uh, who's the... Uh, Who's the who's the tackle that uh Makai Beckton. Yes. Boom. And that's not because uh it's, I feel bad, I forgot his name. He's from the same high school I went to. We went to. But um yeah, and, and it's not because he's from the eight oh four or anything like that. I think uh it, it went unsaid, but Makai w- uh, was in fact one of the best offensive linemen in the whole year. country. Uh he won ACC offensive lineman of the year. And uh, I think his size is the type of size that you have that starts uh, a type of mentality on your offense. You know, Mm -hmm. he he is a road grader on top of that. So he'll immediately help the the run game, which was really good this year because Nick Chubb led the NFL in rushing all season. Uh, Bro, imagine him lining up at guard. And that's the thing. I think they might move him to guard. Uh, instead of tackle in the NFL because I'm not sure if they're going to have faith in his athleticism. Bro, that is unfair. Get out of yeah. my way. I'm running, <laughs> bro. We are running power all day. Like, do you hear me? Yeah, yeah no, I mean, but like I said, I mean, I think that's a part of something that Cleveland needs to do. I think they need to move into a, a, a space where they only throw the ball when necessary, and they need to realize that for exactly. their team, exactly. Nick Chubb is their most important player. And that's why I'm getting assets for Odell Beckham. It's not what it's not what can he or what can't he do for me. It's what other people are willing to give up. What are other people willing to give up? Chip, if you had to give something up to get Odell, what would you be willing to give up? Yeah, people are selling this. Um, it depends on on uh. On who our team is, uh, because we. Bears. If I'm the Chicago Bears, yeah. and they called me about Odell Beckham, if, no, you, you, I mean, yeah, they called you about Odell, and they said, "Hey, we'll give you Odell Beckham for one of your guys." Um, I would look to probably give them uh, Ha Ha Clint Dix and maybe a uh, he's a free agent, a second. Oh, I didn't know that. You only signed a one year deal with Chicago. I believe so. Really, one year, like two, like two or three mil. Oh, I think that was smart because he played really well this year. Yeah, he, yeah, he bet on himself. Wow. I mean, but most of the time when people bet on themselves, they usually have their best year. Um, I, think it was, I think it was really good for him. But yeah, I, I like I like that thought process, Chip. I'm just the guy. I'm not sure what people are willing to give for receivers. And I'm just not. It, it just really depends to me because there's so many. Not even just in the in the NFL, but every year that come out. Like this year, I think there's going to be six receivers that come out that are going to be good NFL receivers. Yeah, and it, it, I, I can name ten. It just <laughs> it just depends on the teams and the, their situations and how things happen because a lot of the roster turnover is going to determine obviously you know where different guys land and what situations teams are are now going into, especially with the new hires. Um, a lot of scheme changes are about to happen. I'm interested to see. I know this is off subject too, but I'm interested to see how our defense is going to transition. I do not want to run a three four. I don't either, but I don't I think just, I, I, I don't think we're gonna go to it. But yeah, but it's so it's so ugly. I just think the three four is uh, a defense you run when you have a team a defense full of athletes, and that is not the Dallas Cowboys. At all. No. 
No. Yeah, no. And I and and people can't ask me about the Cowboys because I, I I pretty much hate everybody on the defense. <laughs> yeah, in fact. That's kind of the space that I am in when I look at them. Hey, come on, man. Where did my boy Two Seven Jordan Lewis the only lock on the D, man? I hate Jordan Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand any of them. Ah. I, I want an entire defense. Nah, um. All right, man, let's move on to pick 11, the New York football Jets. The Jets. If they don't take a center, and I'm considering, I was considering that center from Wisconsin. A center at uh, 11th overall? Bro, I said considering. My pick is C.D. Lamb. Okay. Okay. I'll go, I'll, I, I will agree with that. Because they, they, they need someone opposite uh, Robbie Anderson and, you know, Jameson Crowder's in the slot. They had. I like Quincy. He's a free agent. I li- oh well, even more reason why you're picking a receiver. Agree. Also, trading Le'Veon Bell. I I'm trying to. If you can get him off. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying because like nobody wants that contract. Yeah, but, yeah. I, the Chiefs would. Um. um. <laughs> would absolutely bite. <laughs> I mean, but again, though, we mentioned it, uh, but we were referring to quarterbacks. You know, some people just don't realize how good they have until they don't. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And they had Kareem uh Kareem Hunt and um, you know, he had his situation that came about, he lied about it, so they released him and they thought, you know, Damon Williams scored three touchdowns for us in a playoff game, you know, we should be fine. And he wasn't good at running the ball. <laughs> so I think I think that I think that would work well, Le'Veon with the Chiefs. I mean, but again, I'm going with going with Kenny. Uh the CD Lamb thing is the one that makes the most sense to me as well. This is where I had Jeff Okuda going. Okay. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just don't think he makes it that far. I, I think it's a good pick. They need a corner, and they would, and I think he would. Not being a clear number one corner. Relish. That's the, that's my I only think he thing. Would definitely relish with uh, Jamal Adams there with him. Marcus May too. Yeah, Marcus May as well, because he's a really good safety as well. I just don't think how thirsty people are for corners nowadays, I don't think he makes it that far. That's my only thing. Yeah, with him being as good as he is. Fact. He fine. It, just seems like, it just seems like now people care the most about uh, having corners to be, that can deal with the rule stipulations and the mass amount of good wide receivers that come into the NFL. I think that's very important. It's a passing league, so you got to have corners. You bro, corner and pass rusher are like the two – Premium positions, non-quarterback. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, oh, with this Oakland for y'all, right? This is where I, I had Jacksonville moving back. Oh, yeah. So, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, this is where I had Christian Fulton going, corner from uh, LSU. To Jacksonville. To Jacksonville. Okay. Um, I think is it they, crazy to think he's not even the best corner on his team? Uh no he's not because the best corner is a freshman. Yeah, he's a freshman. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's what I said. Is it crazy to think that? He's no, it's not at all. And he, he's a first round pick. That's what's wild to me. No, that just means LSU's defense is pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I like that linebacker too. I don't even think he's coming out this year. Divinity. Oh, I do know who you're talking about. I'm not even. I, I think he's a sophomore. I don't think he's yeah, even he, eligible. He's he's different. But yeah, um, all right. So you got. I'm going corner. I got, but that was Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oakland stand Pat. Right here looking at my board. I still have Tua here. And I'm I'm picking Tua. If mm. I'm I like Kenny's picks. Yeah, that's a great pick. He got some balls on his picks, and I respect <laughs> it. Tua, bro, 
I don't know, and I don't, I don't even think John Gruden knows if Derek Carr is his guy. He hasn't been the same since him and Mariota got hurt in week, uh, what was it, like week 16 that year? When they both yeah. made the playoffs and they both yeah. got that was sad. I wouldn't even be surprised if, if that's a if that's a realistic trade up Oakland moving from wherever they are originally to get up, go up and get uh Tua. I don't I don't yeah, see that. That's a great point. That's a great <laughs> point, Chip. Because I think John Gruden it, it to both of y'all points, I think John Gruden's moving in more into a phase of he's kinda over the whole Derek Carr experience. Exactly. Oh I think he hates him. I think exactly. he I think he hates him. I think he likes Derek. him as a as a person. As a guy. Because Derek, Derek Carr is a good dude, husband, yeah. you know, family man. But like as the player, you know John Gruden's a risk taker. His job and, is attached to him solely. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and he's a I mean, but I don't think it, I don't think his job is attached to Derek Carr. So they gave him a ten year deal, but I kinda think Oakland and Mike Mayock in the space where they're like, Listen, you fix this thing however you see fit to fix it. I just think more so than anything, Gruden likes to take risk and Derek Carr is anti risk since he got injured. Yeah. yeah, that's so so but but to me I think uh I, I think quarterback would be a good pick, but I don't know if they make the decision. I would go Isaiah uh, Simmons here. This is where I would go Isaiah Simmons. I do like him in that Oakland realm. I think he fits what they're trying to do. You know, they're trying to create a persona of the old Oakland feel. Yeah. And I think he fits that. He's a really big safety, possible uh, linebacker. And again, um, I don't. I I have. I was mentioning his flaws. But it's not like I think he's a bad football player. I think he's extremely talented. I think he's gifted, obviously, physically. But I think he's a smart football player as well and rangy. And I love a safety who's willing to come up and tackle. So, yeah, I think he fits Oakland very well right there at 12. We got uh, Indianapolis at 13. This is my favorite pick of the draft. To me, this is my this is my favorite one. Got, I got Jordan Love right here. Okay. I think Jordan Love to Indianapolis makes a lot of sense. Um, I think that they're ready to move on from Brissett. I think that him going to with a coach like Frank Wright. They don't even have to get rid of him, though. Oh, yeah, they don't. He already signed the contract. He can slide right back into the back. Uh, well, I mean, he'll probably be the, the starter. The starter, uh, yeah. But, but I don't that's, know. That's fine. I don't know. I, I, if if I'm Indy, I'm, I'm looking at it like, hey, I think we might be able to build something around this guy, especially with the way our defense is trending. Um, I think they're a pass rusher away because I didn't really see a pass rusher that they could get at 13 that would kind of change life, quote-unquote. But I think that this is a guy that they could use at 13 and they could start scoring some points because I think that's what kind of held them back this year. They kind of could not score. <laughs> and I think this guy can get you in the end zone. And Marlon Mack is a horse. Yeah, in my, in my I like eyes. I like Morgan. Uh, Marlon, Marlon Mack. Mack is a beast. I was telling people I thought Marlon Mack was gonna lead the NFL in rushing before he got hurt because he had like nine hundred and ninety something yards in ten games. Exactly, he yeah. cooking. He's a dog for sure. But Indianapolis runs the ball well. To me, Indianapolis has the best offensive line in the league. They do. Quentin, <laughs> Quentin Nelson, man. That boy's a he's a ridiculous. <laughs> If you wanna, if you wanna show a young offensive lineman how to play offensive line, and not just from a mentality standpoint, but from an assignment standpoint, show Te- him technicalities, all that. Yeah, yeah like because he he's great at not just his assignment, but also helping others with their assignments too on the offensive line. I think that's an unspoken, uh, unspoken thing that he does really well with his game. Um, I would go Jordan Love if I hadn't already thrown him in there randomly. Uh. 
He's that kind of player, though. <laughs> yeah, but I do think I do think uh, I do think Indianapolis needs to address a couple of positions. Um, but I think the number one position that they need to address uh, moving forward, I think, would be uh, the cornerback spot. Um, I don't really like their corners, um, either the cornerback or pass rush. But to me, it's unlike last year, which is weird. When there were a surplus of pass rushers this year, there's not many pass rushers. I'm falling back and trying to draft on what's his name? They do from Espinosa. Ooh, I would go AJ Espinosa for uh, the Colts. I thought he was gone already. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't pick him. I had him earlier. Yeah, he had him earlier. But um, I think they should go AJ Espinosa. I think it would fit pretty well, and I do personally think he is going to be a good NFL defensive end. So I think they should definitely go there. He has value at that pick also. So yeah, I'm gonna go with AJ Espinosa. Yeah, we're looking at the Colts here. Hmm. Best best player available. I, I like Trayvon. I like Trayvon Diggs more than Christian Fulton. Are you of the space where you don't go need? You go best available. Not all the time, but I feel like I feel like the Colts are the Colts are a good enough team where you can ignore your need and just go get the best player available. I don't know if they're that good. They need a quarterback. And I have, I, I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking at Justin Herbert. I like, I like Jacoby Brissett, you feel me? And, and again, I want everybody black to win. But to me, it doesn't seem as though, he seems like the type of dude that if your starter goes down, you're very happy that you have Jacoby Brissett. He, he give you that Jeff Garcia vibe. Yeah, but he doesn't give you, like, starter vibes. He's, like, he, he doesn't Jeff maximize, Garcia. you cannot maximize your offense with Jacoby Brissett. Agreed. 100%. Agreed 100%. There's no way. The, the playbook is cut, like, in thirds. <laughs> not Yeah, not even in half, in thirds. I'm weak. This, uh, who we got next? Oh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm a, I gave him Jordan Love just because I'm, I'm, like, damn near anti-Justin Herbert. You're going Justin. You're going who? Jordan Love. Jordan Love for the Bucks? No, no, no. Indy. Oh, oh. Got Shit, it. y'all bullshit. Jameis out of there. Jameis isn't out of there. Yeah, I don't think so either. They're going to give him another year. Like I told they you, should. I mean, the, my, the, obviously 30 interceptions is ridiculous. But <laughs> again, though, the big, I don't think people are paying attention enough to the situation. The offensive line is bad. They don't have a running game. A running game. game, yeah. I feel like a lot of the blame is going on Jameis, and a good chunk of it should because – Point blank period, I'm not making an excuse. He makes bad decisions. I also think it's his vision and not vision as a quarterback, like vision as a human. He needs <laughs> <laughs> He'd be squinting like a mug. No, yeah, he squints, but seriously, they said he should play in goggles. He just doesn't. I think he should make the decision to really uh, either have the LASIK surgery or wear goggles or something like that to improve his vision, but also the decision making. He has to cut down the bad decisions if you uh if you i don't know if y'all follow matt miller but he put up uh, yep. the receiving touchdowns and stuff this year for tampa bay bro and chris godwin chris godwin had nine touchdowns uh no mike evans had nine touchdowns chris godwin had eight touchdowns and 
six touchdowns went to the other teams on pick six. Yeah, bro, that's, that's <laughs> ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? That's too much, and that's what I'm saying. So I think if Jamin addresses the vision thing and also addresses the his erratic decision-making, I think they'll be fine. Uh, so me personally, at, uh, with the Bucks, and I know this is going to come to a shock to some of y- to y'all too. Uh, I think they should go Jonathan Taylor, uh, uh, the running back from Wisconsin. I agree with you. I had that pick. Uh, only thing is, I'm just I'm weary of drafting running backs high because I feel like it's either. It's either he's going to be really, 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 really good or he's going to be really, really, really average. Um, And I I think that I I just don't know how good he is yet. Right. Like I know he's I know he was constant. Not not even that, because we all know how we feel about uh, Wisconsin's O-line. But I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know if he's that type of changing like game changing running back obviously we know what he did right like he had a great career i don't think we're looking at saquon barkley but like well but that's i mean saquon barkley is a generation it's one of one yes he's 235 pounds and he runs a 4-4 so that's unfair yeah like i know we're not looking at that he's capable enough to help assist a turnaround in the offense though i don't feel like he would be rashad penny uh, like people were scratching their heads when they picked him, and they picked him at like thirty. Mm-hmm. So like he's he's gonna be better than Rashad Penny coming in. I feel like so yeah. I'm I'm comfortable with that pick. Rashad Penny's kind of you don't get his feet up under him though. He was just getting right. Yeah. <laughs> Rashad Penny toward the end of the year was picking it up, and I, I so I think I, my, but my thing is with Jonathan Taylor, like a lot of people, uh, you know, he just set the record for straight seasons with two thousand yards. And a lot of people, you know, look at Wisconsin running backs as, you know, they just stay there four years and they go to the NFL because they had a great offensive line. He's only in his third year, and he's over 6,000 yards rushing. Yeah, 1,000%. So I, I think personally, and but 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 to me, you know, running backs come a dime a dozen uh, because you can get running backs at any point in the draft and yeah. still have very successful ones. Uh, but, again, I just feel like they need a running game and they are they're good. they should address that with Jonathan Taylor. Now, if they decided to address the running game by picking a really good uh, offensive lineman, I get that too. But I think Jonathan Taylor is a good move at, at, at that pick. Um, I didn't have them going Jonathan Taylor. This is why I backed off of that because I, I was with you, but I backed off of that. I'm weak because I, I backed off of that because I was like, hmm, why don't they just go get Kareem Hunt, right? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So just do that. But this is where I had Grant Delpit going at 14. And it hurt me to do it, too. I did the same thing. Wow, Grant Delpit. That would be a good pick for them. I'm over here. I'm like, bro, who are their, who's their other safety? Because I like Justin Evans. I think I think Grant Delpit would be a good pick, uh, not just for uh, Tampa Bay. I think that he'll be used correctly. Yeah. And, uh, the defensive coordinator, you know, um, what's his name? Slipping my mind right Joseph. now. Joseph. Uh, yeah. Vance Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Vance Joseph is going to be in a situation where it's like, okay, now I have somebody who's a playmaker, and I don't think people are realizing how good Grant Delpit really played this year because he played bad in the Texas game. That was the just that was the first national televised game of the year, and that was his worst game of the season. 
every other game he played really well, and he won the Jim Thorpe Award in a year where Jeff Okuda had the best year. Okuda should have won. And I think Grand Delphi should have won. I think he played really well. And on top of that, I don't think people realize how good that that LSU defense is. Yeah. So to me, I think he's in a good space. And if you pick Grand Delphi, you're getting a good safety. He's going to tackle. He's not somebody who shies away from contact. I think he has the size. And uh, it just really just depends how he looks, you know, in the, the DB drills at the combine. And, res- and respect to, to that defensive coordinator, I definitely just – uh, said the wrong answer. The the D coordinator for them is Todd Bowles, another yes, black Todd man. Oh. <laughs> Vance, jo- Vance Joseph was the Cardinals. He was the Cardinals. Oh, that's for Henry Morris. Look, they all black. Yeah, yeah, respect yeah, to him. Joseph is the defensive coordinator for the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah, but salute to Todd Bowles, black man. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, fifteen. Denver. Denver. This is where I had CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. This is where I would have T Higgins. I think they should go receiver. Ooh, T Higgins. Okay. Because I feel like T Higgins is about six four, two hundred pounds. They need a big deep threat. But more than anything, I think they need somebody who you can count on. Uh, not just how you know, because Cortland Sutton to me. I think is a is an animal, mm-hmm. but I don't think he does well in the intermediate routes as much as he does winning 50-50 balls. And I think uh, T. Higgins is really good at running those digs, those slants, and those those fl- those uh, you know crossing routes and stuff like that. That's why I would go T. Higgins. But if they got Judy, good lord, good lord, yeah. <laughs> what you got out here, man? The Vizca Chanel. Mm, you, you you very high on this dude. I am. He different. LaVisca Chanel. This sounds like a Harry Potter spell. I'm, I'm so weak. <laughs> hey, hey, Rue, go look him up, man. Colorado, I'm telling you. Diff- oh, the receiver? Yes. Oh, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't know that's how you said his name. Yeah, LaVisca, <laughs> LaVisca Chanel, yes. Okay, yeah. No, he did. he's a baller. He's he is. And I already had Jared Judy off the board and Ruggs. So, hey, <laughs> yeah, they need receiver help. Because Deshaun Hamilton is not stepping up to the plate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I feel bad because I'm a Penn State fan. And I like Deshaun Hamilton. I think the biggest thing is is that um, he isn't a number two in a good offense. You know what I mean? I, I tell people that all the time. I feel like you have to know your personnel. I think Deshaun Hamilton is best as your third best receiver. So if they can find somebody who's who's better, then they should be fine. Because like I said, I think Corlin Sutton is, is, an, is a dog. Yeah, he is. I wish he was a Dallas. Too much like right. <laughs> man. Very true. 15, that's top 15 that's picks uh, this year, man. Uh, I think that was dope. I, I, I think we should do one more just to get the halfway. Okay. Hey, 16 at Atlanta. Um, they need a lot. <laughs> good lord. This this is where I had Trayvon Diggs. I think they need to go corner. Ooh, I like um, that. I think is they need to go corner. Um, I think a little bit. I think you're being a little harsh. A little bit. Still learning the position. I think it's just because I'm just so I'm not really huge on that on anybody coming from that Bama's defense this year, unless it was uh, Dylan Moses, and he's not even coming out. You don't like McKinney. 
I'm not a huge I'm not a huge Xavier McKinney guy because uh, because to me I just don't see him. I I like a safety who's gonna come up and tackle, and you will feel that he came up and tackled. Oh yeah, see that's why I want to play for Jamal Adams. And to me, I just think uh, I think Xavier McKinney is a he's he's good in coverage, but he's not just gonna come up and hit whoever he has to hit. Atlanta. Let me see. Ah, I still got Justin Herbert. They just paid. Uh, no, they don't. No, they need to address the quarterback spot. Stop saving Matt Ryan. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> they just paid him though. So I they don't not gonna care. Do that. Stop they, saving Matt Ryan. I thought they just paid him. I thought they paid him like two years ago. And they need to move on. Stop it. They do. If that was anybody else, they would have been lost their job. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Yeah, he has too many weapons and, and too much talent around him not to not to have production. He's had Julio for 30 years. He needs to get out. Yeah, I'm not a huge. And the issue is with Matt Ryan is that he's always going to have really big numbers, so you're not going to be able to tell. But you have to watch the games. He's not He's not, He's not. not the answer. Who's their D-tackle? Grady, uh, uh, Grady uh, and who? I mean, the, I mean the, the other one, Sanat, Dietrich Sanat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't need to be attacked. I was ready to give him Kenwa from South Carolina. I mean, I still wouldn't be against it. <laughs> I, th- I mean, I, th- I think Ken Law is a very talented player, so I don't see I don't see an issue with. I think he helps your defense. Yeah, I'm 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 thinking of that linebackers and like Deion Jones isn't the biggest, so like you got to keep him clean so he can flow to the ball. True. So if you put Ken Law beside Beside Grady Jarrett, it's like run up the middle where. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going with. That's my instinct. I'm Javon Kendall, Atlanta, boom. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Grant Delpit for uh, Atlanta. Ooh, okay. I really want us to pick Grant, and I just pray he falls to 17. I, come that's on. the thing. Like I said, I think it's gonna come down to how good he looks and uh, how good he looks at the combine. Because the more and more uh, execs watch his tape, I'm telling you, he's gonna move up. But I think if he does get this far, Atlanta will take him. Uh, I love Keon O'Neal. I think he's a dog, but he can't stay healthy. Yeah. Um. So I think it's time to address that position. So I would definitely, I would definitely try to scoop uh, Grandel right there. I don't know if y'all remember, but last wow, oh he got it. I don't know if y'all remember last year, but when Keanu Neal got when he got hurt initially, he got hurt already. Then like they put him back in the game, and then he com- yeah. and then he completely tore his knee or patella tent, whatever. Yeah. So like they mismanaged that whole situation because there's no way he should have went back in the game. Definitely. And that crushed him. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. And I thought, but again, though, that's one of the bigger issues in the NFL is uh is not taking a player's word when it comes to an injury. Like when they say it's not that bad, like you should get to the the bottom of it. And I feel like he wasn't prepared to go back into the game, and they only made it worse. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> they they definitely screwed it. And yeah, I think they just need to overhaul their secondary. Period. I don't like a lot of their secondary. Like they got Ricardo Allen back there. Go he got he has Swiss to go. Cheese. Um, I like, I like True Fart though. I love True Fart. You gotta stay healthy. But that's the one player that, like, outside of him, what are you really looking at? You can come to in the in the secondary. I, Isaiah Oliver isn't. I, oh, I like Demonte Kazi. Oh yeah, I love yeah, yeah. I love, yeah, I love Kazi. Play. Yeah, that is the he is he, he can't play. I I I think like I said, I I do agree with you, Chip, and overhauling just because at this point it just looks like. It's just not gonna work. Yeah. But I, I think if you are gonna overhaul, you need to be smart in the way in which you do it. 
It starts with the quarterback. Get him out. <laughs> Get him out. I'm tired of people saving Matt Ryan, man. <laughs> man, Matt Ryan is trash, bro. But I, I could think- I could throw for five thousand throwing a Julio Hooper, Ridley, Sanu. Yeah, when they had them. They also might be able to go a little receiver, too. Um, I wouldn't mind them getting another weapon. Julio ain't getting no younger. Wow. That's the first time I've heard somebody throw shade at Julio. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is what it is, bro. He's, and, still, and, he's and, still his dominant self, but, I mean, uh, you can't be but, so dominant playing 10 games a year. Chill. Does he play 10 games a year, though? Oh, I'm sorry, 12. He's a, a baller. So, sometimes he be missing the game and he be on the field. That's what I read to say. Matt, he Matt, Ryan, games. Matt think, Ryan just don't be fucking with, bro. How'd that go on 6-10? Whatever they went. Um, I mean, like I said, I like I, I don't think that's Julio Jones' fault. I think Julio Jones is a dominant receiver, he's a generational talent at receiver. Matt I Ryan. Like, I just feel like when you have Matt Ryan in position and like that, like Matt Ryan tried to throw him a deep ball. He had to receive. He had the corner beat by three yards, and the ball six yards short. You know that's not Julio's fault. I'm, I'm shitting know, on him because I want him to get out Julio of this. Play with uh, Pat Mahomes. He might have two thousand yards every year. I want him to. Get, I'm shitting on him so he can leave. Oh, he, he should, oh, he's, oh, he's should, locked in. I think he should leave. The biggest issue is that he just signed that big deal. Yeah. With all the money, with all the money guaranteed. But I think that's the reason. I think that's the reason that they should move on from Matt Ryan and bring another quarterback in. Yep. I have Justin Herbert on my board, so he could have went right there. They need to be so just- at 16 and you still don't have Justin Herbert getting picked? I did not pick Justin Herbert. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it crazy because to me, like I said, I don't think Justin Herbert's gonna be. This good. this draft is so, but it's just how it's just like when quarterbacks go, teams panic. So he easily could go, like top ten. Like I mean, but let's be honest, he's he's a he's a white man who plays quarterback. He's gonna go. Who's, high. who's tall? He's gonna go high in the draft. Sadly, Atlanta he, needs he to be. be that Atlanta needs to be in the Cam Newton sweepstakes. They need to go all in. I agree with that because to me, I don't think people are realizing that like, okay, once Cam Newton gets healthy, he is still one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Throwing the ball. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, not even talking about like, running. Like, ball, but, also just, but also, like I said, moving into that new style of play in the NFL, he can, it, it groomed correctly, he can maneuver in the pocket and move mm. around and create time for the offense in which he is. I just think it comes down to the coordinator. I always thought that Carolina's offense was so simplistic that it's not going to be that beneficial for Cam. The one year that he went ballistic, he won an MVP, and that's because North Turner had everything rocking. And, oh, I thought that was an The weapons he had that year were, like, ridiculously not good. Yeah, he, he was throwing the Philly Brown, Cal- Calvin <laughs> Benjamin, Philly Brown, Jericho, oh, Co- Jer- bro, Jericho Cotchery, like an NFL receiver, bro. Jericho Cotchery. <laughs> <laughs> they were trash. Come on, bro. And then they all, and then people love saying this thing like, yeah, you know, they put talent around Cam Newton. Where? No, no. they didn't. Cam elevated that whole team. I mean, uh, besides Christian McCaffrey, I'm just not really sure. What they're trying 
trying to do Brian as John far as really it. giving him talent. I just don't get it. Yeah. DJ Moore? Mm, DJ Moore is not He's great a, to me. I just think he gets a lot of targets, bro. I think DJ Moore isn't a great route runner. I think his hands could be better. And I don't think he's as good as a of a red zone threat as he should be. But again, it may be the situation they're in. The offense isn't bringing out the best of him. But yeah, I'm not huge mm. on DJ Moore. I think he's. I don't, I don't even think he's a top a top three guy in his class as far as wide receiver. I think he's a good uh, number two. They need a true number one. I, exactly. That, I agree yeah, because Curtis Samuel should be your slot, not mm. your number two. Yeah. That, that also might be a good spot for T Higgins too. Great yeah. spot. Great spot. That actually, that, I think with that, with T. Higgins there, you got a big body receiver who like could, who has huge number one potential, and then you have DJ Moore. I think yeah. if DJ Moore was on more second corners instead of the number one corners, he'd be a lot more uh, effective. I, I just gave Carolina Andrew Thomas, so yeah. That might help. <laughs> I, can't see, I can't wait to see Andrew Thomas. I think he's gonna be a dog. Me too. Well, all right, fellas. I think I think that pretty much got it. Yes, sir. We touched on everything. I love these talks, fellas. Yes, sir. Yes, Got to do this more often, my brother. Definitely, man. Like I told Chip before, whenever you need me to just drop in or talk about a segment or whatever, you know, I'll definitely do that, bro. You know, it's all love. I love the podcast. You feel me? You keeping it going and doing your thing. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna tell you too. Congrats on the coaching gig. I haven't talked to you since, bro. That's that's huge. I think that's I think that's tough. Thank you, dog. I appreciate it. You gotta come check out a game. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Man, I, I definitely need to. We can, we can definitely set that up, though. Man, bro, this man Chip had me out in the boonies for the playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a million county, right? Yeah, now, but they played King William. I was out there. Oh, no, 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 no. I know. I was just saying in general. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, man. The country boys can play a little football, man. We're going to try to get them right. I mean, you know, them big, you know, you remember when we was in school, them big country boys out in Hopewell. <laughs> <laughs> Handover. Yeah, for real, though. Yeah, Handover, you feel me? Oh, yeah, fellas. I, I, what's your name? I enjoyed this. Again, I appreciate y'all having me on. Give me boy, be safe. Yes, sir, my guy. What do you say? You. I don't know. Disconnect. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, it's all good, man. Yeah. Well, uh, we got disconnected with Shad, but we appreciate him nonetheless. Um, shout out to uh, Rushad. Went to school with us. Went to Holland Springs. Uh, he's now working for the Redskins. You know, Springer football vibes. Of course, you see all the Springer alumni. That's what we do. We graduate. We go do our thing. You feel me? Um, so, yeah. Shout out to everybody uh, involved with the pod. Shout out to Kenny for being on this episode with me. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate you, my you brother. Appreciate you for having me, my dog. Always know. love. Yes, sir. Um, just talking football uh, is what we do, what we love. Uh, and it's just our chance to kind of nerd out and get to it. Um, so, yeah, make sure you follow us. Uh, follow us at Turn On The Tape. On Instagram and Twitter, Kenny, where can they find you at? Hey man, Instagram and Twitter I, at I prefer underscore Kenny. Y'all just give me a follow, you know I follow back or whatever. Sure <laughs> hey you. man, I just got one thing to say: Big trust. <laughs> woo got, woo! <laughs> you got Lamar going. Meet me today. outside the bank. <laughs> Come on, man. MVP Lamar Jackson. We gonna see what he do. Shout out to uh, Taylor's Titans. You know. Oh God. 
what what Cuzzo Squad gonna do tonight. Um, but yeah, man, that's it. I think that's I think we wrapped it up. So uh, make sure you follow us. Make sure you check us out. This will be up soon. So check us. Appreciate it. Just turn on the tape. I love.